3: Steve Nallon is a British actor, writer, voice artist and impressionist who's probably best known for performing on Spitting Image doing Margaret Thatcher, amongst others. And he's with us here just now. How are you
0: doing? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on your show. Very good. Yeah.
3: So I just want to get straight into it and go back to the start of your career and your life. How did you first get interested in the act
0: and all the comedy and things. Um, I think that the, the the acting was just there. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I come from a pretty working class family in Leeds. Mm. No theatre in the background. No acting. No writing. No performing. No anything really. Mm. And but I just wanted to dress up. And I had a scarf. I remember when I was about six years old, and this scarf could be a turban or a shawl or whatever and in each and each time i put the shawl on or the hat on or whatever Mm. i became a different character so essentially i've been doing performing and being different people since about the age of five or six and um you you can't work out comedy then because you don't really understand what comedy was but Mm. i i used to watch all the raw variety shows and and i used to get bored with the music but i used to just wait for all those great comics to come on um, yeah. So I was always sort of very interested in it, and then at school, you know, I did impressions of teachers, and um, I loved Mike Yarwood's show, so I did characters he did, and 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 they oh, you you know, you can do this, and we put you on on a school show, and then I went and started doing shows in working men's uh, clubs in Leeds when I was a teenager, um, and the Spitting Image thing was after university, and you yeah. know, I simply wrote to John, and I said, look, I can do funny voices and will you see me and he did and that was it really so anyway that's a very that's 10 years in about a minute and a half yeah
3: i mean that's surprisingly easy to join spitting image because i understand that at the time they were looking for people to do puppetry and the voice did you have to
0: kind of learn that or i did i mean what happened happened was and i Wrote this letter, and I, I I had played Mrs. Thatcher in, in Edinburgh at the Fringe as a mm. student in a student show, and, and the reviews were good, uh, and I uh, there was other stuff as well. So I sent the, you know, the Scotsman review off to John Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, I sent to about four addresses, and one of them got to him, and he just happened to be in Birmingham, where I was living at the time, uh, uh, you, you know, on the right day, and then he said, come and meet me. And to cut a very long story short, I accidentally got in, in into the building uh by a mistake because <laughs> they thought I was John Lloyd so I ended up inside the building and he turned up and he was a bit embarrassed because um he thought I was a joke he honestly thought <laughs> I was going to be a he said look I thought you were a bar story I thought <laughs> this guy thinks he can do Margaret Thatcher he's 22 and he's obviously you know not quite all there so yeah I, I saw him because I, he said, I saw you because I thought you'd be a good story to tell in the bar afterwards anyway <laughs> what happened was he said well, well how are you going to do the impression And are you going to do it? I said, no, 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 you've got to ask me a question and then I'll answer it as Margaret Thatcher. That's the audition. And he thought, okay. So I said, well, ask me a question and I'll answer it as Margaret Thatcher. So now I'm going to do exactly to you what I did to John. And that's say, right, Toby, come on, uh, your turn. Ask Margaret Thatcher a question. I don't really know. What's your favourite food? It's not very oh fun. goodness <laughs> me, please let me finish an important point. Haddock. I've always been very, very fond of British haddock. You know, one's taste uh, in food is very, very basic. We came from a, a farming community. my My family were very, very good. you know we had uh, we knew all the Lincolnshire farmers, therefore we always had fresh food, fresh vegetables. And fish on Friday, and it was always headache. Oh yeah, lovely. <laughs> and so I tried not. I mean, this, that's the sort of thing Mrs. Thatcher would have said. So, yeah. you know, I didn't try to make it funny. I just thought I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go for it, and mm. and uh, you know, in character. And then he said to me, "What other voices do you do?" Then I said, oh, "I do this one, this one, and this one." And <laughs> he said, um, "And then the, the most important thing was on the same day." And this is how fate works sometimes. It just worked out for me. Mm. On the same day, uh, Roger Law was there, ah, and uh, he took an instant liking to the idea of uh, of a bloke doing Mrs Thatcher. He he liked me straight away. Uh, John liked me. And they said, well, just turn up, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then I met Louise Gold, mm. and what had happened was um, the previous week they'd had open auditions, and it had been a disaster. Ah. Um, nobody had passed the open auditions. And I'm pretty c- certain that if I'd have gone to the open audition and not the meeting that I had with John at Central Television, I wouldn't be sat here talking to you, you yeah. know, um, that's just the way things work out. So I, I got in, I was just everything worked out that day for me. Mm
3: yeah so how hard was it actually to learn the puppetry because I suppose it's something you would have never thought of when you're just doing impressions
0: well no I I I never particularly liked puppets (laughs) yeah I I, you know they're great but you know I was never particularly fan and and that's a big issue actually because a lot of a a lot of the puppeteers that you know at the age of six want to be puppeteers and that's great Mm. um spitting image wasn't always a show for them because you, you know that that you couldn't be very you couldn't be precious about the puppets themselves uh you had to throw them about and all the rest of it and 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 puppeteers yeah. actually are very you know that they, they they absolutely love the things themselves and they don't always like the idea and they're being thrown around and you couldn't do that on, on and and television as a you know is a complicated discipline um and and it doesn't suit everybody. And we had a situation where quite a lot of very, 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 very good puppeteers came onto the show, and they just didn't work on the show because, mm. um, th- you know that they they couldn't cope with the the, the, the just fly by your pants way we did it and the nature of television. Um, yeah. And Louise though Louise Gold who was a wonderful, wonderful teacher. I and she obviously worked on the Muppet. So on my first day, I I said to her, "How, how do I become a puppeteer?" And she gave me the puppet, and she said, "Make this look real." Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, and how do I do that? And she she basically said, "Look, it doesn't look real, does it? It's on the floor. Doesn't look real. Mm. Uh, no, it doesn't. It's just." Uh, she said, "Make it look at something." Yeah, and that's the trick that she taught me. Uh, make always make it look at something. Um, doesn't really matter what it is. If it looks at something, it 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 it's it, it's it it looks real. So yeah. I'm looking now at uh, the white cat, which is the puppet I've got from Spitting Image, which they gave me, um, yeah. and it's sat on a it's on the floor and it's sat on a little cushion, but it's got big eyes. But it's got a mouse in front of it, huh. so it looks like this. It looks like a cat looking at a mouse. If the mouse wasn't there, it would look like a dolly. Yeah. But because it's actually looking at a mouse. I can see it now. Yeah. It actually looks as if it's staring at the mouse. Ah. It looks real. And that's basically what Louise and there was obviously technical stuff we had to learn about how the puppets worked. And they were very heavy and and you know and, and also I did I did eyes and I got onto an arm and then they got onto a, a right arm and then I got moved up to smaller puppets and then eventually they gave me a bigger one. And that was after two series. it was like the Japanese the way the Japanese do puppetry you know you 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 start operating a toe and then you do a foot and then you do a leg, and then you know you you eventually get to do the the whole body yeah um uh, so it was a bit like that, so they didn't risk me with a big puppet until about series two or three. Mm. Um, but I loved it I I I grew to you know really really like working with puppets <laughs> Yeah,
3: and I suppose it's interesting because Louise Gold herself is an example of someone who came from an acting background and exactly. when she joined the yeah. Muppet Show had to learn puppetry on the job so I suppose she would have had a lot of understanding of you
0: I think so yeah she she, yeah. she absolutely understood that and and uh, she and, and she's very good at voices as well she did mm. the best ever queen voice and um uh you, you know she she absolutely understood that and she she knew that my background you know i had done drama at university i had been in plays i would you know done Chekhov and Brecht and all that sort of stuff so uh she, she knew that that was part of my background and I used to stay with her mum as well her mum and dad so wow. uh I, I said to her, um, I've got nowhere to stay in, in London. She said, well, don't worry about that. I'll take you to see mum and dad. Huh. Um, and I said, well, we, you know, what, what, she said, don't worry. So we walked into uh, John and Una and walked into the house mm. and I was introduced and she said, well, I'll see you tomorrow. And, <laughs> and <laughs> Una said, I, what's that? Steve staying here? <laughs> yes. And <laughs> was, I stayed for about six months wow. with... Wow. Um, with John and Una. And then um, they, they and were lovely, you know, The, the, yeah. the, the uh, and I had a house in Birmingham and then Una um, came to uh, she was an actress. She came to Birmingham and she stayed with me in Birmingham. Wow. So um, and so I was able to pay them back. It was great.
3: Yeah, absolutely did you feel a particular pressure being margaret thatcher because i suppose at the time she's like the biggest character on the show and at that time well,
0: she she, she wasn't she wasn't i mean mm. in in the early days um the the, the the they had lots of american characters you know that ronald mm. Reagan. that was hoping for american sales which never really happened but the, yeah. you know she was in it you know every week um uh but, but yeah the character grew and it changed it wasn't my idea for example to dress margaret thatcher up in 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 a suit and it mm-hmm. wasn't spitting yeah. images idea it was actually the puppeteer called anthony asbury oh. uh, who i'm still in contact with and 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 he he was the one that said he, he was an american so he said you know why don't we dress her up in the man's suit <laughs> yeah. she's a man you know, she do all that. So no, you can't do that. Why not? She's a man. She's a man. Make you know. And he loved the idea of dressing her up as Churchill. Well, that was his idea. That wasn't the 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 puppete- the um you know the program makers. Mm. And they were very good like that. You know, they were very democratic. We could offer suggestions and ideas, and and um uh, they they would they would run with them, or you know, and we we would make suggestions for voices, and and um making puppets I suggested to them doing Alan Bennett which I did because mm. I, I love doing Alan Bennett you see because I'm from <laughs> yeah. Leeds I think I mentioned that and yeah. and I did my little Alan Bennett for them and they said well we quite like Alan Bennett we don't really want to do him and I said well you know I've been working on this impression now for a while and nobody else does him and in those days nobody did Alan, did Alan Bennett at all so yeah. um and I was the first one so they said okay we'll make him and then he about two or three series he was he was in it more often than Margaret Thatcher but to answer yeah. your question yes i th- I, th- I think um uh you know i i i was aware that um you know that, that she was the one that they often wanted to um you know have on the the tube we went and did the tube live with all those pop stars and people that was always very exciting um, and there was, you know, the, the Queen and Margaret Thatcher was always, you know, that's what th- those were the ones they wanted, you know, always on other shows. So, yes.
3: Mm, yeah. Were you quite wary of maybe being, I don't know, too harsh about people? Because I don't know if your views necessarily aligned with
0: Thatcher or not. I think most of us were were politically, I don't know what people voted, but, you know, mm. th- there's certainly... Um, Roger Law and um Peter Fluck were very much of the left yeah, though actually they yeah. just hated politicians you know to I me mean? yeah, they they, yeah. they they had a real dislike for politicians and they knew political journalists and they would have lunch with them and then they'd come back and tell us stories about you know this particular <laughs> politician being a real real nasty guy or whatever and that's the reason why we're going to go for him you know we know what he's really like so um uh and they're politicians so who cares you know i i i i I don't like politicians i don't like any of them people say who do you vote i I really don't like any of them
3: um
0: um at all so uh, we had i I was lucky we had a very good local mp she wasn't in government um well she was in the labor parties but uh, you know so on a I, I was happy to vote for her because she lived in the next street. You know, yeah. that was more to do with her and um, the fact that she lived in the next street more than anything.
3: Yeah, and do you feel like your portrayal of Thatcher and I suppose, you know, some of the other characters in the cabinet on the show helped or hindered the government's popularity uh, in any way?
0: I do you know that's a I, yeah. I don't know the answer to that. I think mm. that at the time we felt that we were doing some damage to the government and yeah. certainly that's some of the feedback we got when we did a um, a 30 year retrospective at the uh, film uh, institute in in London. And, and one of the guys in the audience says, you know, it was very important to me at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night to watch your show because we felt here was a voice against the government, against majority of 150 and against all that power that mrs thatcher had and and here was a voice that 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 was saying you know no and and it's too much and it's wrong and all that sort of stuff Mm. um now i'm not sure sure that i agree with him that was a great voice to have whether we made any difference or not i don't know or whether (laughs) we were a valve you know that 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 let, let off steam that you know that allowed people to to laugh on uh, Sunday night, but still vote conservative on Monday morning. I don't mm. know. It's, it's a it's a it's a real it's a, it's a real issue. Is that as to whether or not in the end comedy does does any good or makes people change their minds? Yeah, John um, John Wells, who did the wonderful uh, Dennis Thatcher.
3: Yeah,
0: he said to me, he said he said all we can do is move around the furniture. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, we're not going to change somebody's mind, but yeah. we can possibly move the furniture in there, rearrange the furniture so they can slightly think about something in a different way. Mm. Um, I think that's what, that potentially that's what fat satire can do, just rearrange, move the furniture. Yeah, absolutely.
3: And some of the other
0: characters you did on the show, what were some of your favourites to do? Well, I, I loved um, doing there the was the Archbishop of Canterbury, who probably nobody remembers now, and mm. and he was a little puppet, and and I did quite a good impression of him, uh, Robert Ronsey. and like all archbishops, um, you know, they they just do sermons. So he spoke very slowly and deliberately, and he was he was he was the one that married Charles and Diana, yeah. um, and and uh, and so John said, "Yeah, Steve, it's a great voice. It's terrible." Uh, for the puppet because yeah. it's a little puppet and it's too slow and mm. it's, you know, you, you'll kill the sketch. Uh, so it's a bit, it's a good voice. So what I want you to do, and this is the best note I've ever had. He said, he what I want you to do is take that voice and make him seven years old. <laughs> I, I said, well, So I have to take this voice, slow and old, and sort of just make him as if he's seven years old. Do it like that. (laughs) He said, that's perfect. So that's how he developed. So, you know, and he was arguing about the existence of Santa Claus. He had the most (laughs) wonderful eyes. He said, of course there's a Santa Claus. If there wasn't a Santa Claus... Who would feed the reindeer? <laughs> and um, which is a great theological question. Um, so um, I love doing him. I like doing the Queen Mum. I, I suggested to John Lloyd, I said, why didn't we do Bella Reed? He said, well, what's the point of Bella Reed? You know, we're we not going to make a puppet of Bella Reed. I said, no, 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 no. Not, not make a puppet of Bella Reed, not, 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 not do her, but use that voice for the Queen Mother. Mm. He said, well, <laughs> how would that work? I said, well, you know, the Beryl Reed, she had this character called Marlene, which she did on the variety stage in the 1940s and 50s. So why don't we get the Queen Mum who likes, you know, she's very, very she likes all the East Enders. Why don't we do her like this, you see? And he said, That's cool. you know, we tried it. Some people thought it wouldn't work, and it was a disastrous idea, yeah. but for whatever reason it did work. So the Queen woman did it with his sort of black country accent because that's the character Bill Reed had, and I love doing her. She was great fun to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I so rarely do this
1: In four weeks, the typical noon user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
0: i'm gonna have a glass of water now because <laughs> it's so rarely it's not a voice i ever do anymore mm. Mm. i love doing it It nice it's nice to bring it back
3: yeah absolutely and the more recent series of spitting image that came back last year you came back as like the ghost of margaret thatcher as well
0: right the ghost <laughs> literally the ghost yes, Yeah, she was the ghost um i, I got um uh, an, an email very late at night um <laughs> and there was also reasons why i uh, i'd not answered it but um uh, we got an email very late at night and, and they have been trying to my, contact my agent and it hadn't worked out. I don't know what happened. Hmm. Uh, so anyway, I said, yeah, yeah, I'm free tomorrow afternoon. So um, I, I got the script the next day and I... I thought I'd be going into town I thought they'd send a you know a car or something and mm. and I'd you know have to wear a mask and all that sort of stuff and they said no 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 you're going to do it at home uh. you have to do it at home so you know and I I've got some recording equipment at home so uh, we did it at home so although I did the sketch and I did my lines. Yeah. I never interacted with any of the other actors. Oh. So when I saw the sketch, um, uh, obviously I knew what the sketch w- was about, but I didn't know who any who any of the uh, the other voices, were, you know, what they were going to say. Really, or how they were they going to say it? It worked. You know, it worked okay. And um, and and I, there were some nice things said on Twitter. That it was nice to have Mrs. Thatcher back, and it was yeah. a very funny yeah. sketch, and it was a joy to. You know that that the, the, there's a whole new team on Spitting Image, and Mission, that's great. And yeah. you know, I'm yeah. 60 now, and and why would you want a six year old doing all that sort of stuff? Yeah. Um, but um, I was very very happy to um to go back and and do it. It was um it was great fun. And actually, yeah. I, I then i met a couple of the voices, people like Luke Kempner and um and and people. I, I've sort of met them since, so it was, mm. you know, I've sort of good to work with them too. Yeah, and
3: are there any other impressions from kind of today's world that you've more recently been able to start doing?
0: Not really, because I think that you, you, this happened to Mike Yarwood. I worked with Mike Yarwood in the '80s, mm. and uh, he got to a certain age, even younger than I am actually, and uh, he basically said, "I I can't do the." the new voices and his argument was that if you're 25 and you're doing an impression of somebody who's 50 that's funny yeah if you're 55 and you're doing an impression of somebody who's 20 it doesn't work mm-hmm. i'm not mentioning names but i've seen you know older impressionists do impressions of anton deck yeah. uh it just doesn't work you know it it, it, it looks, looks very strange um because, yeah, it, you know, yeah. it, it's a young person's game is is satire and impressions in a way, because you're, you're poking fun because you're in your 20s and you can poke fun at people in their 50s. But, yeah, um, it, and I think also technically, I don't know why this is, and I've spoken to impressionists of my generation, we lose the talent. Um, mm-hmm. We're not as good as we used to be. Um, and I don't understand why. And, yeah. and I... I enjoyed it tremendously, but I've not even thought about doing any voices at all. Yeah, uh, people yeah. were ringing me up about Theresa May and say, "Do you want to come on the show and you know do your Theresa May?" I said, "I don't do Theresa May. I've never tried." <laughs> what <Well, laughs> do you mean? You you know you did this wonderful Margaret Thatcher. You surely can do Theresa May. Mm, I've not honestly tried to do her, yeah, and I, yeah. I, I I can honestly say to you, Toby, I've so, never so, tried to do her. Yeah. I by there was one voice I got about ten years ago which was um, a politician at the time, she's still going, but not as a politician. Uh, and that is Anne Riddicombe. <laughs> uh, and Anne Riddicombe is a very uh, odd straddle voice, uh, and it's a rather strangulated one. Uh, but as soon as I was able to do it, uh, she left politics and <laughs> went on to Strictly Come Dancing. Uh, so she's still sort of, uh, you know, around and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I say, I met her um, as a friend of mine who's worked at the Sunday Times and, and there was a, a do and he, she was there and he was there and he said, oh, Anne, come and meet Steve. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, and I, she said, are you going to do me? I said, um, yes, I am. And I'll tell you something about your voice, Anne. I said, it's got two notes in it. It's got a high note and a low note at the same time, and she looked at me and she said, "Yes, it has, hasn't it? It has." She knew she. so I said, um, "I said, do you know who else has got that voice? Uh, 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 you know that that technical thing in the voice." Yeah, and she said, uh, uh, "No, I don't." So I said, "The other person who has that voice." It's Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson has the high and the low at the same time. A very different voice, because it's an American voice, but if you listen to it, it's got high and low at the same time. And she had no idea who Homer Simpson was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so that was a bit of a waste of time, I think. She she just yeah. nodded and then walked away. <laughs> but she um she does, you know, she's got that, she has got that um um you know, and 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 you know, I people say, "Oh, you're Homer Simpson." your Homer Simpson very good, <laughs> but it, it took me ages and ages to do, and it, it it. And I tried to do some other sort of cartoon voices, which I can do, but yeah. it, they, they all take so long to do now. So, um, I, I've been doing some other acting and and you know, various other things, video games and stuff. So I keep I keep I keep active. Mm.
3: Yeah. And you also worked as an additional Muppet performer on Muppet Treasure Island, according to
0: IMDb. I was an ink spot. I ah. was an ink spot, and then a chicken. Ah, um, nice. We we um w- 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 the on the on the days where there were um you know a uh, hundred characters for the big big numbers and stuff, they would pretty much bring in every puppeteer in the country, and mm. I was on the list, and. Uh, that was great fun. I enjoyed that. And actually, I went back and worked for Henson's recently um, uh, on Dark Crystal. Oh, right. Um, and again, uh, it, it, they, they had these days on Dark Crystal. They had a team of eight people, including Louise Gold, uh, who were on it every day. And, and But every so often, they, you know, they'd have a crowd scene or whatever on Dark Crystal. Yeah. Um, and, and they were also making Star Wars at the same time. So a lot of the puppeteers were were sort of used up on star wars and then i got this bizarre phone call at sort of 10 in the morning from dark crystal they're saying can you come in i said what next week you know and, no now could you come <laughs> in now i.e could you be here by 11 o'clock wow. uh, and i said Shh, yeah where are you they text me the address and i literally got in the car drove and then did two weeks on the show so that <laughs> wow. was great you know um, but th- 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 I felt as if I was coming out of retirement. But it was quite nice to see Louise and the other puppeteers, all you know, spitting image people. And 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 Dark Crystal. I don't know if you've seen it. it it's um, it it's it's you know, it's a fantastic looking show. And and it was you know, it was a lovely, lovely show to work on. So that was that was quite fun, I think, as well.
3: Yeah, because the detail on the show is great. Because you know, even in the original
0: film, the back of the sets were even painted oh the, the 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 i mean when I turned up um I can't remember the name of the studios now but they they used to be a carpet factory, one of those things that you know they've taken over this whole area yeah uh, they'd made i think they'd made Jurassic world there the previous six months or whatever yeah. it was two huge sound stages now yeah um and they were absolutely i was pretty much gobsmacked at the sheer size of it, you know and they absolutely huge uh the puppets beautifully beautifully made it looks absolutely fantastic um be, because of the way the, the i never got a chance to read the script because they don't r- reveal what the script is to uh to people and yeah. um and yeah. i and i did some um i was eyes and blinks and things like that mm. you know that's that's what and and i but but i knew everybody you know i, I you know that's the thing the, 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 you work on those shows you, you you just need to turn up do the job and sometimes you're there all day in the room just chatting away and then at half past five you suddenly get called into the studio and you've got to do the job you know that's yeah. that's sort of what you're paid for that 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 time that they need you uh to do the job and but other than that it was a, it was a really nice atmosphere to work on i it was a a real pleasure was that yeah and are
3: you working on anything at the moment that you're able to talk about
0: um, yes I'm I'm because it was released a few days ago and I rang up the um uh the the, 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 the well I, I messaged the person I said well can I now talk about you know the fact that I'm I'm on this yeah. um and it's a a, a, pretty, a big video game called Evil Genius 2 Ooh. um and I play quite a few characters on on that um and uh, Brian Blessed's on it Samantha Bonds on it uh, and I've had these conversations with um, uh, Brian and um, and uh, Samantha, but we've never met. You know, <laughs> you, yeah. you you do it all b- privately in in your own. I do it all from home because I've got a little studio at home. Um, so. Yeah uh but that's a really you know i'm told that it's it's one of the big selling games at the moment it uh, but i'm not a game gamer so i don't really know these things but from what i understand it's been very successful and and they, they, and, and they had a symphony orchestra which they recorded all their stuff before the lockdown wow. and you know the video games is a big industry now and, and mm. they don't do it in the way they used to you know they, they they spend proper money on it and they you know they had an entire symphony also they've got an entire uh musical score for it now which is yeah. brilliant and it looks great and i'm very proud to be you know to be part of that and um um but, uh, you know, I had to say, look, can I talk about it now? And they said, yes, it's released now, so you're allowed to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> the, the thing is, the, the video game industry is, is incredibly competitive and mm. um, uh, that they, you know, that they don't like their, the rival's knowing what's going on so yeah. they're very strict about what you can and cannot say but uh, and they, they were lovely I had a really nice relationship with them and I did a couple of voices and I thought that was it and then they got in touch with me again they said oh could you do this voice and could you do this voice and oh, yeah. and I yeah. thought oh right I'm happy if you keep coming back and saying can you do these voices I'm very happy to to do them so that was great fun
3: yeah I'm,
0: fun. I'm just I've got to the stage of my life now and I I, I sort of only want to do things I really want to do um mm. you know and and, and enjoy uh, and that you know dark crystal i enjoyed and um that i enjoyed and uh you know i did an audio book which i enjoyed um so yeah it's great to do it's great stuff to do things that you love
3: yeah absolutely
0: well where are we able to keep up to date with you if we want to do that um well um i i have got a website and stuff and i put stuff on there and i'm it's it's all been updated at the moment so so i'm going to be adding some some stuff on that um i'm currently uh, one thing i decided to do hopefully later this year but because i've been busy with other things i've not been able to do it yet um the the, audio books is a big thing so um i i want to do some audio books, but the way I want to do it is to play all the characters, you know, big uh, as different voices. And uh, the tradition in audiobook is just to read it, and I don't. I don't want to do that. I sort of want. I want to give character to all the different characters in the um, in the story. So I want mm-hmm. to do those books that are out of copyright now in the public domain. Um, so I'm doing. I'm preparing Invisible Man. I'm preparing uh, Robert Louis Stevenson's uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, oh, yeah. um, the, the Canterville Ghost. Um, so the idea there's many versions out there, uh, yeah. you know. But what I want to do is so with Canterville Ghost, I want the narrator to sound like John Gilgood because I think it's, that would be a good voice. So I want John Gilgood <laughs> to be able to do the voice of the narrator in. The Canterville Ghost. And I sort of believe this would be a rather fun voice. Yeah. But a ghost detail. Do you agree with me? I'm sure you do. Uh, yes, I think so. I do. <laughs> well, I think that's a sort of an Oscar Wilde voice, you know. Yeah. And and, yeah. He, and I've read the thing many times. And, and um... um and there's some an American characters in it as well, so I'm 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 sort of going to borrow people like uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart, you know. I, I I'm going to get some of the American characters who are uh, sound a bit like Jimmy Stewart. And whether you know whether you know who John Gilgood is or Jimmy Stewart is mm. doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, it, to me, it's um I, I'm going to do Christmas carol. In fact, I've done Christmas Carol. Uh, I've got some more work to do on the narration but i've, I've yeah. done all the characters so um in in christmas carol um i decided to do scrooge who else to do scrooge but um alice sim uh, no you'll be wanting the whole day off tomorrow i suppose <laughs> it's quite convenient sir no no it is not convenient it's not fair if I were to duck you half a crown for it, you'd think yourself ill-used. Oh, but you don't think me ill-used paying a day's work for no wages for no work, something like that. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm trying to remember it. Uh, so I, I'm going to do Alice the same for Scrooge. I hope you don't mind the accent. <laughs> um, and um, and the, the Missus Cratchit is quite a big character actually in the um, in the book more so than the films. Oh. Um, um, I, I I want her to be Beryl Reed, the proper <laughs> Beryl Reed, not the no. She she's quite argumentative in the book, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so that's the way I've you know, I I, I oh, and and uh, Alec Guinness, I've got him to play Marley's ghost. Oh, <laughs> how's your partner, Jacob Marley? <laughs> so um, the problem if you do all that, it takes hours to to do it and edit, but mm. um. Um, I just think it'd be more interesting to do it yeah. like that. Some people will like it and some people won't. So, uh, so anyway, I've got sort of those projects. I've got eight of those I'm planning to do yeah. uh, that are all in the public domain. Um, so that's something to look at. They're, they're not available yet, but um, hopefully by the end of the year, I've got a couple out. An Animal Farm, you know, and I, I want to do Animal Farm, and I want to do it as a, a in my natural accent, which is technically Yorkshire, and I probably don't sound it, um, but I want to do it as a Yorkshire farmer. I want the narrator to be a Yorkshire <laughs> farmer, because it's very direct as the the prose, and and um, uh, and I it, and, and I think it will suit the that's I think the 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 prose style would suit a very no-nonsense Yorkshire voice, so that's what I want to do for that.
3: Yeah. If Mrs Cratchit was argumentative in the book, then I guess Miss Piggy was probably the best portrayal of her.
0: <laughs> well, she actually, you're absolutely right, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's an odd thing because um, she's called Emily, isn't she? Yeah. In the, in the, in the, she's called Emily. It's a wonderful, wonderful film. And um, an absolutely, actually, I would say i'm a bit of a i've seen all the christmas carols mm. alice sim uh uh, no, you got to put him top of course you do yes you have to put alice sim the very best scrooge yeah. but you know uh, come on uh michael Caine absolutely plays it straight he plays mm. it real um he he doesn't wink at the camera he's brilliant uh and yeah. i think he's you know he's one of the great scrooges and um uh, yeah, and and it's and it's so funny as the film because of you know, uh, is it Gonzo and Rizzo play oh, yeah. um, Dickens and 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 I know the text so well. They are using the Dickens text for <laughs> yeah. a lot of the time. It's 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 um they've cut it a lot, but mm. um uh, their their storytelling is is pretty much what what is in the Dickens narration. Yeah. Um. So it's a it's a very and mrs Cratchit, you know doesn't have a name in dickens um mm. uh and i think she I don't know, she's called emily but in in the christmas carol one that the the muppets did yeah um uh but um yeah so uh it worked so well didn't it that that um yes. uh, and uh bear as um a wig as <laughs> as, as, as Fuzzy wig yeah <laughs> Well, it wasn't that perfect casting if yeah. ever. It's probably
3: why they made the movie for that one joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's as good a reason as any, but um, yeah. it no it was um it's it it was I I one of the films I always watch at Christmas and I remember watching it this well what well, it's last year now, isn't it? Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan, big fan.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Then.
0: Well, listen. Well, it's been a, a great pleasure. Um, a, you know, memory lane yeah. uh, is always a, a wonderful road to walk down. Oh yeah. So, thank you for inviting me.
1: For free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: Hey! Hey, hey. The throbbing post of sounds of sound. The Toby
3: Gribbon Show!